Special guest here again, his second time on the show. Holy shit! <laughs> Luke What's Queso, everybody. LG Res in the house, aka Luke Queso, aka everybody's favorite cousin. You know what it is. Oh ho, oh ho. And how has it been since the last time we talked? <laughs> it's been like what? It's been good. It's been good. Like I've been, I've been pretty busy. I've been doing a lot of things. Me and the team accomplished a whole lot. Um, I mean, I, I think the last time we did an interview, it was before before Halloween. Yeah, it was in like in August. Yeah, so, you know, we ended up finishing the haunted house, and it was very successful. We had a lot of people show up. A lot I know. of the community came out. I wanted to go, but I got sick that day. And that, oh my God, that led to the whole month of being sick. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, I know. It was a, it was a good turnout. I enjoyed it. I got to perform. <clears throat> I seen that on your Facebook. Got, yeah, yeah. So I got to perform. I actually did two. Like, you know, I did two uh, two performances. I did one earlier in the night when I said I was gonna do it, like around eight, when the hunt half opened for the night. And then uh, my uncles also talked to me later on in the night. They're like, "There's more people here now. Like, you should just perform again." And I was like, "All right." So I got <laughs> in another performance. No. And it was cool. I got a lot of exposure. You know, a lot of people looked me up. I ended up uh, getting up, getting the numbers up to all of my songs. I know you've been growing. Bro. Like, holy shit. Yeah. This man went from Bro. being on the Little Cringe Show to being nominated for the Wake Self Award for the New Mexico Hip Hop Awards. Like, what? <laughs> Bro, believe me when I say that. It was unbelievable on myself. So I, I ended up uh, getting, sending in the application, right? Yeah. In the application process, so they, it wasn't really biased. It was out of, I believe they said it was out of almost like 750 applicants that sent something in. So they went and looked at everybody's catalog. They went and looked at, you know, the categories that everybody submitted for. And they go, they went ahead and they chose people that thought represented that category well. So fortunately, I was able to represent in the Wake Self category with the nomination. And it was really cool. I decided to go all out, and I—I uh, don't know if y'all see my outfit, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah. it's on my social media. Yeah, bro. So You're I got to—I got to put together a dope vest for it. Yeah, shout out to Jumbo Creations. He's the one that made that vest for me. The one that I have underneath my suit. Yeah. And uh, also Towering House Creations, the homie Leander Jim. He made the custom peyote tie. And uh, mm-hmm. Men's District also hooked up the tuxedo. That was pretty cool because that was my very first suit that I have ever owned. So that's. I thought that was very special to know that it was specifically for that event. Damn. To be, yeah. to, to be really honest, I did not, I didn't have an idea what the fuck was going on until like the day after I was like, wait, wait a minute. There was a award show. <laughs> <laughs> but believe me, like we all thought that too because uh, my buddies were actually talking about it. And uh, we were just like, we don't even know this is, this is going to be legit, but we're just going to take part of it. And you know, we're going to say that we threw a hat in we're going to say that we got recognized and we're going to be a part of the scene. Finally, it was kind of like, how would you say? It was kind of like my way of formally, you know, showing everybody that I'm a legit artist, that I'm um, seriously pursuing this craft. And it gave me a chance to network. That was really cool. I got to talk to some other artists in the area that have been popping. Like, I don't know if you heard of Double XL. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Double XL and his homie Chris Brown, they ended up uh, winning the slot through the gem spot where they performed and they won that spot to open up for Lil Wayne. So I thought that was pretty cool. You know, I seen the homie, I gave him some props. I also seen my uh, producer, Dom Major. I've seen, you know, all of these artists that I always see on social media, but I don't even know personally. I got to see them and I got to shake their hand and just say what's up. And um, I'm pretty sure some of them looked up my videos and my uh, music. Not bad, not bad. Yeah, so I, I even included that in a vlog in a vlog as well. If yeah, yeah, I've seen that, I, uh, yeah. yeah. I've been watching your vlogs. Which with your yeah. is like another thing is like uh how are they going so far? It's going pretty good. It's uh quite a learning process because before I even started that first uh vlogging episode, I didn't know anything about this stuff. So the thing about me is, uh, if I try, if I'm interested in something, I'm gonna go out of my way and try to research it. I'm gonna try to do my best that I can to keep progressing and getting better at it. That's how it is with this vlogging stuff. Yeah. But uh, my my little brother is actually he is going to school like minoring in um, film production. Mm-hmm. So through him, through him, I've kind of like regained this interest of you know movie making because growing up from the res, you always watch these movies, you reenact these scenes with your cousins and. Movies have always been a big part of my life growing up on the res. So it kind of, it feels a little funny that my brother went into that. He's trying to go into that field, and I'm also regaining the interest in that. So I'm very paying attention to detail. I'm trying to take mental notes of how it'd be if I wanted to make my movie, you know? Yeah. It's going to be um, a remake of Red Hogan. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Don't even get me started on that, bro. I was really disappointed. I was really disappointed. I was like, come and, on. <laughs> yeah. And, and see, that's the thing. Like, when it comes to him, everybody knows him as, that, as who he is. But for me, I knew him for who he is, too. But I wanted to set that all aside, unbiased opinion, and go in there and actually give, uh, give my honest opinion, artist to artist. And I sat through there, and that's what I, that's what I told y'all. Like, I... I was vouching for this dude. I was telling, we were telling our non-native friends that yeah, maybe this might be good because nobody's ever really dove <laughs> into this topic before. This this is like a serious topic that no Navajos do. So I figured I always said if somebody goes that route, they better be ten toes in, like all the way in, and they're not, you know, not half-assed. But that was that was quarter. That was you know, <laughs> barely a toe in. For for the listeners, yeah, bro, was uh, like, it was a. Uh... A Skinwalker movie made by a Navajo, which is pretty cringy. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> right, that was like a half a tomato on Rotten Tomatoes. You know what I mean? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> but uh, yeah, we also um, covering some old news. Also, uh, I don't know if you know Richie 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 Ledregal, but mm-hmm. he's a promoter out from the West Coast. Yeah. And I believe he's from California, and he's been. He's putting up the West Coast function 3.0. I guess this is third year he's been putting up this function. So yeah. big shout out to that event that's happening. Um, one day he ended up he ended up asking for dollars, and he's like send it through Cash App or whatever. He's like I really need help, and I guess it turns out he didn't need help and he just wanted to see who was going to do it. And I guess lo and behold, I was there to just send five dollars, and he was just shouting me out around in the day. He was like, "Yo, the nephew." Function 3.0, like I could 
and I have the camping camping area all set up in the uh, the vendor space already. And I was like, wow, that's so crazy, bro. Damn, so man, you know, cool. if if y'all got a chance, look at Richie Legregal on Facebook. Um, I know he's promoting this event as well as some other events. Maybe y'all want to be a part of it or something. And uh, he also told me about a possible project called the Nephews, because I guess he's really in tune with the whole lot of of um, native rappers and things like that. So he kind of looks at all of the rappers as like his nephews, because it's kind of like a he's kind of like an OG, you know, like a big homie. Um, but also I want to talk about um. Your the geo interning from last oh, year. Oh, the gathering nation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you know, the gathering nation tournament. It's gonna be a pretty cool one. You know, it's my second year participating with my four ninety one Spindians. That's my team right there, no. and uh, <laughs> we're looking forward to it. I got the roster all together. We've been practicing, practicing separately, but everybody you know is responsible for pulling their own weight. Res ball. We all kind of know how to play with each other already. But yeah, I've been I've been hooping at Johnson every chance that I get, which is on UNM campus. I've been hooping at the rec center, and I still got it. You know, thank thank God to my job, it really got me back into shape. <laughs> I'm, hit, I'm hitting jump shots like I used to, and you know now I'm in the best shape that I've probably ever been in. <laughs> For real. But other than that, what else was the thing? Um, your 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 release, Resology, your album. Congratulations! Oh, yeah, Congratulations! Most, most definitely, case. thank you, man. That one is uh, that one was my. I want. I don't want to declare my sophomore project because that kind of makes it seem like I'm already like you know someplace that I need to be. But I would say that's still like my freshman project because that's within my first year of putting anything on all platforms. Yeah, and that was just that was something that was special to me because I was able to capture a little bit of everything from the res. That's the reason why I like on the cover art. You see a bookcase because every track is um, symbolic for like a being book. a book. You know, yeah. every every track in there is a book, and if you put every book on a bookshelf, like you can make a whole library out of all the knowledge, out of just watching and analyzing all of this stuff, all of these stories from the res, the good, the bad, the ugly. You learn from it, and it makes you prosper. So I I really wanted to capture all of the stories, you know, all of the feelings and emotions, all into that album, and I felt like I did that. So, I mean, the team are very satisfied with it, and I hope everybody else is as well. And, um, yeah, I've been doing other I've been doing other collabs, too, with Cody OG. We've got a few projects that um, that he's working on right now. I finished my verse for him, sent it to him, and I can tell you right now I'm excited for them to drop. You know, uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure you heard the OG tapes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, he's planning on another project of just doing something just like me and him, another album, just me and him. But if you can imagine, me and him have gotten better on our journey through music, so you can imagine what stuff is going to be dropping next. So that's all I can say about all of that. I've also got some collabs coming up with Jay Nico. He's a homie of Cody OG. You know, he hooked us up. You know, we decided to do a a track together. I, uh, I also did... a a couple of projects with Chaos. I don't know if you know Chaos. Yeah, yeah. The producer. The chaos. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we're the Chaos. You know, that's my sandbox savage man. And the uh, other homie, Eagle Boy. So we did a track. It's called Eagle Savages. Boy. You know, yeah, Eagle Boy in the house. But check that out on YouTube. Uh, they've been dropping that on SoundCloud and YouTube. So feel free to check those out. Those are all of that. Uh, me showcasing my skill about how I work with other people. I'm also, I'm also, um, we call it been been having something in mind for me to you me and you to do 
But that's in the back burner, just to let you know. I never forgot. <laughs> oh, I see. For sure. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about that, especially when you were saying that you have all your beats for free for the vlogging channel if I just shot you out. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, because, uh, you know, I was actually messing around with a couple of my vlogging episodes, and I decided to put in some of the beats that I just had laying around in my hard drive. Yeah. And, uh, and just kind of like spot fillers as, like, you know, as you're transitioning or whatever, or kind of like a a time lapse where you don't have like no sound or whatever. I just slap like a beat in there and everybody is just like, man, where's this, where's this, whose beat is this? Where'd you get this beat from? And I thought that was cool because that's, it gives me another platform to give producers so that way you can be like, oh yeah, send me something. I'll just toss it on my blogging channel. Yeah. Um, we call it, uh, I always knew that like, um, vlogging is also another dinghy for producers to put their music in that not many have really reached that. But I always thought about that. Yeah. And then when I saw your vlog, I was like, <laughs> let me send homeboy some music. <laughs> Most definitely, bro. I got you covered. But vlogging is kind of like something that, like I said, I thought it was a lot easier. But now I've been doing it and I'm just kind of like, huh. It's actually a lot to kind of got to go into it. And I wonder why people get discouraged off the bat. Because you have to be interesting and more people to, you know, want to watch you. You have to have something going on with your life. You have to have something to say, something going on, something for you to do. Yeah. If you ain't got it, if people don't relate, then they ain't going to watch you. That's the reason why I was over here. Like, that's the reason why for the past 10 years, you know, since I was 10 years old, I was plotting my um, platform, my perspective about what I want to do, what I want to create, what I want to put out in the world. And at the end of the day, it came down to, okay, you know, I'm Rez. All right, man, what, what about it, you know? And now I started thinking, okay, how many other people are like me? How many other people would pay to, you know, have have my music or to have something that they relate to? That's kind of that's kind of something that I think about all the time. Marketing schemes. I try to be smart like that in the way I move. So every move, I always try to make sure there's purpose behind it, making sure that there's potentially get money out of it, potentially get advertisements out of it, potentially to um, help other people's businesses out. Because that's what I'm starting to, re- starting to realize is the most important relationships are like the future business relationships. And the best moves that you make are the ones that put you in position to have those business relationships. Yeah. So uh, um, as far as uh, current, current news, you know, current things I got going on in my life, I got a show on March 10th at the Moonlight Lounge. I'll be opening for Destroyed Kazman. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So the show's going to be uh, put up by Coolness Produ- Promotions. I believe that's Katrina Vinali and uh, you know, her old crew. And they, I, I went to a show earlier, maybe like a couple weeks ago. The homie D-Tag actually participated in them. It was kind of like a producer showcase. So he got up there, he got to do his thing, he played like 10 beats and whatnot. And it, it was a cool thing. So I got to see who was putting up the show and I got to see the venue where it was going to be at. So mentally, I've already been practicing. Not bad, not bad. And, uh, yeah, and um, another thing, another move I've been waiting on is confirmation for stage forty nine for gathering the nation. When, when so is that? That's, that's, well, that one I submitted my stuff already because the deadline was March first. Oh yeah. And um, they said the flyer was supposed to be out of the performers by today, which is March twenty fourth, or February. I mean February twenty fourth. <laughs> yeah, February twenty fourth. But um, I mean, it hasn't it hasn't been out yet, so. And just refreshing the really page. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've been I've been kind of following that a lot lately, driving myself a little crazy. But 
I'm just, you know, I'm telling myself that if it's in the stars, then it's meant to happen. You know, mm-hmm. Navajo Shame. Yeah, so that's kind of what I got going on. And, like, uh, gathering the MCs is coming up. You know, I encourage y'all to come out, show out to uh, the, the big homie Defy's event. You know, he has a $1,000 challenge for, I think it was, I think it might be the best cypher. And then it's like 500 for like the best 16 bar verse. And I think on the side, I think I seen like a $300 category for uh, best beat. I think like a producer back or something. Ooh. So if you're in the area, come check that, come check that stuff out. But on top of that, we're nearly, we're, well, you were talking about my numbers earlier with uh, how much I've been played lately. But I'm going to tell you now, uh, we're nearing 10,000 streams on all platforms combined. Exactly. Yeah, I seen that. I fucking said congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I'm I'm, uh, I'm going as far as planning a giveaway once we get to 10k, and that's something special to me because all of these uh, people that have streamed music just even once, maybe even told their friends about it who streams it once. You know, it went as far as accumulating up to 10k, and that's very special because that tells me that. My music is good, you know, and people continuously keep discovering my stuff. And I want to give back. I want to give back to the people that support me through my YouTube community, people that support me through um, listening to my music on Spotify, on Apple. So I'm, I might do a, a giveaway or two. I'm still thinking about the stuff that I'm going to do. You know, I'll, in my head, I was thinking about a custom LG Red Box. You know, something that you can get, and when you open it up, you get like a bunch of Red Dog snacks, like some hot fries, you know, some, <laughs> all the Red Dog snacks, essentials, Jackies. as well as some, yeah, Shasta. as well as some LG, <laughs> exactly, as well as some LG Red merchandise, like some shirts, you know, LG Red hat, as well as uh, hard copies of both my albums, Redology and the Fulcrum. So I'm gonna hook you up all in that box. So if you go stream my music. You'll be helping that to accumulating the numbers, and the faster you do that, the faster I get to 10k. The faster one of y'all will get a box. And uh, after after the person gets their box, I'm gonna start selling. I'm gonna see how it goes selling these boxes for sale. You know, I have them for sale to everybody. That was pretty cool. Not gonna lie. Yeah, so it's kind of like I'm trying to sell the experience, you know, of being a fan. So I'm not necessarily trying to jip you into one product i'm trying to find a way i can give you all of the product you know like so when you buy something from me it's like oh you know you're buying it and you feel like a fan like you're opening the box that says lg red or 491 entertainment and you you actually feel like you're treated like a fan you know it's all about the experience it's like your family and you're like your cousin hey here have have a six pack of um, shasta on me here's my music (laughs) exactly (laughs) exactly it's like i remember you know one of my cousins he ended up giving me uh, some shoes and giving me the look, the Kyrie Irving Lucky Charms edition. Yeah. And he was just like, here, bro. He's like, you don't even feel I'm going to do with it. He's like, you can have them. You size 13, right? <laughs> I was like, yeah. Oh. I was like, That's crazy. I was, I was like are, you, are you for real? He's like, he just gave me the shoes. And I was just like, man. And like, I remember like opening that box and seeing them shoes. And I was like, wow. See, I want my fans to feel like that every time they open up the LG Red box. <laughs> there's a will there's a way um my exactly. co-host couldn't be with me today so i was like oh today i'm doing an interview he's like, all right, all right he's like wait all right so give, give him one question for me i was like, all right all right what is it ask him what his shoe size is i'm like god damn it son here <laughs> you fucking answered it <laughs> you're size 13 <laughs> that's funny it's kind of crazy how that all happened it was, why it is it trying to, to be some shoes huh 
why is he trying to give me some shoes too? Yeah. I'll have to take some <laughs> shoes off his hands. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was pretty fucking funny, I'm not gonna lie. Well, there you go. That's <laughs> yeah. answered Sire's question. <laughs> right. Hey, yeah, Sire, I like anything. I like LeBron's, I like Kyrie's, you know, I like Jay's size 13. You got him? I'll take him. I'll take him. <laughs> Good damn it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, for uh, for future news, what I got going on is I'm gonna be hosting the Res Ball tournament this that, summer. That's what I was gonna ask you about for um the summer's Res Ball tournament. Yeah, yeah. So um, I haven't got the exact date down yet because I have a big family, right? And yeah. I have to go out of my way to make sure that I don't overlap my plans with others just you know, out of generosity. That's just who I am. So I'm uh, I'm finalizing the date very soon. But when I do, I'll have the flyer on out for the public. But as of right now. I had everybody behind this idea of having a Res Ball tournament, and this was the idea that I had since last year, but I just decided to kind of hold off on it because, you know, there was just so much going on last last uh, summer. So I decided to start planning for this summer, and um, the Res Ball basketball tournament is going to be basically a Res Ball tournament with, you know, categories for one-on-one, three-on-three, five-on-five, the men's division, women's division, and, um, yeah, I'm planning on having uh, per- live performances. You know, that's what I was going to ask Because yeah. I was going to be like, um, I want this year I want to start performing again. And I was like, hey, I should try to work that. If if you can try to fit me in, I would try to definitely fucking get there. <laughs> oh, yeah, most definitely. Like, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm willing to put anybody that requests stage time. I'm willing to give them stage time just because... 491 Entertainment is the idea of giving artists platforms, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, and as, as well as uh, providing entertainment to just the public, you know, just the surrounding community, giving kids a place to be, a healthy place to be, you know, giving families a place to spend some time at. Exactly. And uh, also also just a little something to boost our own little economy, you know? When I say boost the economy, I'm not talking about, like, a whole lot. Like, something, we're raising something, and then, you know, we're getting a whole lot of money, and then, you know, it's not really, like, it's, like, that that big yet. Just a little. But I'm just saying, yeah, yeah well, when I'm saying, like, spark a little something for the economy, it's just, like, just even uh, teaching the idea of a community coming together, and if everybody just spent $1, at this lemonade stand or stand, you know what I mean? If everybody just spent one dollar, like just if there's like, can you imagine just like a thousand people in one community and like some things were a dollar and people just bought it for one dollar? Like that's not what I'm saying. Just to make a thousand dollars. Exactly. And now that snow comes in, is able to buy some more supplies to keep that money rolling. And then when that money keeps growing to an amount that they're able to finally do something with it, that's when you know you made a difference. That's the sort of economy I'm trying to spark, you know. So just just uh, having events like this, you know, having concession there, having local vendors there, just giving vendors an opportunity to sell things that people might want. Like, I'm going to do, I'm going to try to, I'm trying to be that, you know. Not bad, not bad. I also heard that there's going to be like a school drive donation. Oh, yeah. I'm actually going to advertise it as a school drive as well. So that way, like like I said, this is going to be the perfect example of the community coming together because if everybody just gets one notebook, if everybody just gets, you know, a pack of pencils or maybe a calculator or maybe binders or folders, the least expensive things that are on the list for back-to-school items, that's the one that I'm requesting of. And I'll have a bin for everybody to give me their donations. And at the end of the tournament weekend, I'll give it back to uh, the, the elementary school, the mid-school, and the high school in Tehachapi. Just because it's kind of next to the area, you know, those are the, the major schools that I'm going to contribute to. 
Yeah. But way later, later on in, in uh, you know, my career, when I get more weight to my name, I do want to start like a race ball league, you know, something like how Snoop Dogg did for Compton, like yeah. Long Beach, you know, how he started his own like football league. See, I kind of want to do that for, for like Red Bull because that's just something that really helped keep me out of trouble. Something that really gave me guidance to my time of need. And it's something that I really like. I really advocate for the younger kids to learn how to play that because it teaches you way more about life, you know, than you ever thought it would. And so I'm just trying to share that appreciation for Red Bull. And that's the reason why we're having this Red Bull tournament. It's going to be on all dirt courts. Um, you know, the goals are going to be homemade. But they're going to be regulation height, of course, you know, 10 feet tall. All the backboards are going to be custom made. You know, my cousin's an artist. Shout out Adam Shorten. Y'all go check him out on Facebook. He's been selling the flea market lately. Some of his art stuff is legit. Yeah, I've seen him sometimes there. I'm like, damn, this is pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah, bro. Like, the things that he thinks about is insane. You know, I took art classes with that fool in high school. And that was insane, man. Watching him do his thing in the back. And it really made me think because, you know, a lot of people really look down on people from the res, but they really have no idea how creative some of us are. Exactly. Yeah, so that's what I'm trying to show in this res ball tournament, too. And if, if things go well, I'm just find a way to stream it, too, because, you know, or I might be able to record the whole thing and put it out on DVDs, you know, just to promote the first year. So the second year is even bigger and we get maybe more sponsors. Exactly. Yeah, so, so I'm hum- humble beginnings, basically. I, exactly, yeah. You know, everybody starts somewhere. And I got I got several DJs in the family. You know, I got several artists in the family already. And everybody's 100% behind us. Right now, S-Bar L Arena, the place where it's going to be at, the same place where the haunted house is at, it's become a venue in our area, you know, a place that's known to have go roping, a place that's known to have the haunted house, that's known to have, you know, like uh, birthday bashes and like that. So I'm trying to further the name by throwing my hat in the mix and saying, oh, LOG, Rez is using this venue. And then, you know, if people look down deeper, they be like, oh, damn, like, LOG, Rez, like, this is actually where he's from, you know, like, like the personality of LOG, Rez, like, didn't start with him, like, his family already been doing this from the get-go. Because that's where I kind of got my personality from, of bringing people together. I got that from my family, you know, they always come together and they put up events and Everybody, everybody knows, loves, and respects them for that, and that's that's what I'm advocating for at Sport L Arena. Not bad, not bad. Well, yeah, and uh, is that going to be in the summer, or you're aiming for uh, summer? Yeah, basically. so it's going to yeah. be the summer. So it's going to be the summer. We're shooting for uh, we're shooting for uh, June, if not June in July. But, um, yeah, so it's going to be during the summertime. Weather should be nice. Um, it's going to be in the arena. And uh, we were talking about actually having a camping area for all the people, the people that travel from pretty far. Now, there's some res hoopers that travel from pretty far, like volleyball tournament. When my folks put a volleyball tournament, yeah. we get people from Low Mountain. We get people from Tuba City. We get people from all over Arizona that travel all the way to our area just to play volleyball tournament. Jesus. So that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and I never seen nobody advertise a res ball tournament like this before. So I'm... I, in my head, I'm just kind of like people are going to be attracted at the thought of something being its first thing, you know? So, I don't exactly. know. It could go either way. Like I said, if it's raining the star, it's meant to be. But as of right now, everybody in my family is behind it. So, I got all the help that I can need, all the help that I ask for. Uh, my community in itself will show out. I know they always will. Shout out to 491. But like I said, I'm opening up our area to the rest of the reservation so they can come and enjoy this delicacy that we call Res Bowl. 
Oh, ho, oh, ho. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. And like, um, the thing that helped you, you're, you're just basically giving it back to the community. Yeah, most definitely. I'm trying to. Some, one thing that I realized that really kept me out here in the city is that, you know, this higher level of thinking, how to analyze things, how to bounce back from things, how to persevere, how to perform under pressure, um, just, you know, how to push my mind and my body to its limits. And, uh, you know, all of that, all of that was taught to me through basketball. And uh, what, I, what I was taught from a kid is that, you know, at the end of the day, it's all you. Whatever you want to be, whatever you want to do, you can make that happen if you just put your own effort for it. You know, so therefore, like, there's going to come times where you need to deal with some things and uh, you're going to need some tools. And there's nothing better than basketball as a tool. A lot of the times that tool of basketball really got me through a lot of stuff. Like I said, it kept me out of trouble. It earned me a lot of respect in my community. Now, you know, I'm 26, and uh, my name has a lot more weight to it. Now when people look at me from my community, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, that kid was a hooper. And, like, I remember him, you know. And all of that stuff was not, wasn't was even earned overnight. You know, right now when people see me play at Johnson or when I play at the Rec, you know, people think it was just overnight or it just happened. But I've literally been a student of the game since I was in fifth grade. So ever since then, I've just been constantly trying to learn more about basketball, and it's just became a part of my life. And I want to teach that to these young kids so that we can do something with their lives, maybe even get scholarships to play D1, you know, maybe even eventually get to the NBA. And then when they get there, they'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, I remember when I played in that one Reds Ball tournament. You know, LG Reds put that one Reds Ball tournament, and it made me think that, damn, you know, I could actually be something, you know, that we're really good at something. Yeah. And uh, what I got going on in the future is, I mean, I'm going to try out a couple of opportunities in acting. Of course, after seeing the Red Hogan, I was over here, like, competitive in me was like, huh, I could definitely do something like this. What are we talking about here? <laughs> exactly. I was like, you know, let me, let, me, let me try this out real quick. So, of course, I've been seeing a lot of um, casting calls. So I was like, let me try it. So I sent it in. So I'm gonna do I'm gonna do that res ball, that res ball audition. We're gonna see what that's like. Damn. The one that's supposedly, uh, yeah, the one that's they've been they've been advertising it for a while now on social media. But I guess that Netflix is doing a movie on res ball. Not bad, not bad. Yeah. So and uh, of course uh, we're looking to sponsor some more rodeos this summer, some some more tournaments, whether it's volleyball, basketball, maybe even softball if anybody needs sponsors, and uh, putting up some community events. Uh, so we want to spend all summer promoting healthy hustles. One, one thing I wanted to do with my vlogs this summer was I wanted to show people in depth healthy hustles. So obviously people know how to sell drugs or people know how to bootleg on the res, right? Yeah. But the thing about that is, like, you have to look over your shoulder all the time. Like, at some point, don't you ever get tired of looking over your shoulder just to make a quick buck? Exactly. Well, you know, like, yeah. So, you know, my project for this summer is I'm just going to be trying to promote healthy hustles. So healthy hustles is what I declare a hustle that a lot of people will not do because they have too much pride. So how many times have you uh, seen people out there having food stands? How many times do you see people out there selling things at the flea market? Yes. How many times do you see people? Yeah. You know, like, a lot of this stuff is very common, but 
Yeah, what we tell ourselves is that what, what the crazy statistic is maybe at least like 60 or 70% of cells have never been in that position. You know, and like uh, the thing about we understand is that putting yourself in those positions actually builds character. Exactly. Because you actually have to, yeah, you know, you have to interact with the customer. You have to have good yes. customer service. Yeah, you have to have some sort of financial literacy. You have to know how to count money. You have Management. To, you have to have... Yeah, you have to have your own marketing scheme. You have to know how to, you know, declare a certain price and cost on items on the menu. All oh, of this boy. stuff is stuff that I've, all of this stuff is stuff that I've learned out here in the city because, you know, I've had jobs from McDonald's to Starbucks to Taco Bell to pizza places to, you know, all of these places and throughout all of these places, I've learned a lot about business. I've learned a lot about marketing schemes and a lot about um, just taking care of money. So uh, one of the things that I want to do this summer is just, you know, take y'all along on my vlogging channel. Be like, yo, on this episode, I'm going to show you how to hustle Piccadillys. And so, you know, straight up this hustle, I'm hanging out with my cousins and we're just going to sit up at the road and I'm just going to tell y'all about our experiences as we go through it. And on top of that, <laughs> our interactions with the customer and just, I'm going to constantly try to motivate y'all that anybody can do this. You know, any res kid could do this and you don't have to look over your shoulders like you're selling drugs here. you can I'm trying to provide a whole different avenue of money making for these youngins, you know. Yeah, that that's pretty cool because um before this rap stuff and before like me producing, I think when I was like thirteen, my dad was like, "Oh, I ain't gonna buy you anything no more. You're you're not, you're old enough to get a job." And I'm like, "I'm thirteen. No one's gonna hire a thirteen year old." Because I didn't say that you can make yourself a job if you want. So I started selling nachos, and I've been selling nachos ever since. And I always like. People always like, oh, yeah, you're selling nachos. Kind of. I'm like, bro, you don't fucking get it. You can make your own fucking money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, that's the thing. Like, um, I remember back in high school, like, there used to be uh, people that would sell candy or people that, like, I remember my cousin would be selling monsters and things like that. Exactly. And a lot of people would be jocking on their style, but then in reality, like, let's say you're thirsty, you really want that sugar. Right? You're just trying to freaking, uh, you, you pass by one of them in the hallway and you have to have three dollars <laughs> on you. You're going to buy that because you got it on you too they have it for you of course what you gonna do yeah exactly you're gonna spend it and you know you may, you may have been just jocking on this style earlier but look at you now you bought their product and now <laughs> they got three more dollars than they had before and that's that's what i'm trying to teach these people you know if i'm trying to teach everybody back home on the res from the area that i'm from if you put your pride aside you just never know like you know how high your crime will make you money and, uh, you know, of course, being an artist is a very big example of what I'm talking about. You know, in order for me to make this music that I'm doing, obviously, I have to put my pride aside and not worry about what people think about it, not worry about, you know, so who who's saying what or what so-and-so feels about it. You know, that's the biggest thing that you have to do as an artist. So yeah. I'm just trying to show them how I did it, but with something of a smaller scale level of just, you know, selling food or, you know, having a yard sale. I was talking about the food stand that we're going to put up, me, D-Tag, and Isaiah, we're going to put up a food sale. And obviously, you know, for me, L-O-G Reds, my favorite thing to eat in this whole wide world is a Navajo burger. You know, <laughs> big old fried bread with two hamburger patties in with, you know, onions, lettuce, tomatoes, and... Uh, Don't forget the chili. Uh, green, yeah, green chili, of course. You know, it's like <laughs> it's like the Navajo Krabby patty. <laughs> but that's really funny. That's, yeah, that, that's that's what I tell the homies. I say whenever I eat an Navajo burger, like, this is the LG Red special right here. So gonna, wait, 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 you're gonna, summer, you're gonna get a um, 
collab with McDonald's and be like the LOG Res burger and it's just gonna be a Navajo burger. <laughs> yeah. No doubt about that, bro. You know what's funny is that I have a favorite Mexican spot. Me and my girl we have a favorite Mexican spot it's called La Zanita. It's downtown Albuquerque. It's on first uh, first street, right across from the train station. Yeah. And um I the thing that I get there all the time, I love the chili, I love their salsa. And um, I get their breakfast burrito or I get the carne asada burrito. And one day I was telling them about the whole Navajo burger thing. And I was like, thing right there. And they were like, they never they never thought about making that before. But they make uh, Navajo tacos. So they were like, oh, so just the hamburger with just hamburger patty? And I was like, or just the fried bread with the hamburger patty? And I said, yeah. And they're like, oh, we got to try that. And I told them, and we were teasing them that if they ever do, they got called the LG Risk Special. <laughs> so I, I, just might, I just might get my name on the menu eventually. <laughs> That's fucking funny. I'm but, not going to lie. But most definitely, I'll be having the LG Risk Special for sale this summer at a local food stand in the 491. If y'all want to come out and support the business. A majority of it isn't even about like selling the food or it's not even about making the money. It's basically about getting my name out there. Getting exactly. my purpose out there, getting people to listen to my music, getting people to remember my name because at one point they'll probably wake up and think about my name, they'll eat breakfast, you know, talking to their family about my name, and then my name just keeps spreading. You know what I'm saying? That that that's yeah, that's and, how I uh, feel because I used to hit up the flea market, but I stopped after I got sick. Now I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna come back when I get more supplies for my merch. And yeah, and you know, the, so, oh, uh, uh, they were saying like, um, how come you're out there? You're not really selling merch. I'm like, but. I, I, if you see me in the flea market, I'm usually like, hey, how's it going? How's it going? How's it going, people? How's, how are you? Who are you? I see you looking at me. Don't look away. Don't look away. Look at this stuff. Then, like, then, like, they'll be like, this guy's weird. This guy's stupid. But then they'll keep seeing me at the flea market. <laughs> then they'll be like, hey, yeah. I like it. You're pretty fucking funny. But like, hey, I like, I, I make music. I make merch. Then that's how they recognize me. <laughs> yeah. And it's so crazy because, like, my grandma always says, like, the best way, the best way is to have people eat with your name. You know, like, eat with, people are going to eat with your name regardless at breakfast, at lunch, at dinner. But it's up to you to decide what they're going to say when they're eating with you. And obviously, obviously, you know, if you correlate whatever they're saying with them eating, you know, when people eat naturally, they get a sort of high from it, right? Like, mentally. Yeah. That's just one of the things that releases, you know, things in your brain where you naturally get high from eating. So let's say they, uh, they, mix that together with good ways of talking about allergies. How how do you think they're gonna feel whenever they hear LG Res? They're gonna get that same high when they're eating, right? Yeah. So it's kinda of like a whole psychology and it. it's kinda of crazy when you think about it in deeper deeper context. That's pretty cool, but, not gonna lie. So in reality I'm trying to feed the res, you know, feed the res. I'm trying to feed them mind, body, and soul. Damn. Even your grandma's dropping knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, you know, that's where LG Res gets it from. If y'all think I'm watching my raps, man, y'all should really take a chance and keep with my grandma, you know, Tico with my mom. You know, all of these ladies in my family, they got a lot of wisdom kit. And uh, that's kind of why I am the way I am. Uh, my pops, too. You know, they always got a lot to say. They always got a lot of things that, that uh, get your mind going. And I appreciate that. You know, if it wasn't really for them, I wouldn't really be who I am today. Um, this, I'm a... I'm a very outspoken person. I'm a person that observes probably more than I talk. And I talk a lot. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> but, um, yeah, if, if I may, I want to give some special shout-outs right now. Big oh, shout-out to, yeah, shout to Resi World. You know, the homies at Resi World be holding it down over there. They're pushing some merchandise. They have, like, as of right now, they got two more Resi World hats, trucker fit hats. 
So if y'all want to do me a favor and get those last two hats off of their hands so they can put out some more merchandise, hit those boys up at Facebook. Check them out, Resi World. I think might be on Instagram, too. Um, also, big shout-out to the homie Wolf Outdoor Clothing. You know, you can find a specific link through my cousin brother's um, Facebook page at Type Stevens. Check him out there. He should have a link to the Wolf Outdoor Clothing. He's, he's going to uh, focus more on outdoor clothing, you know, that people can use while they're camping, hiking. Maybe you just uh, headed back to the res and you want some durable jeans. He got you covered. Jeez. And yeah, man. So, like, I'm, I'm surrounding myself by a lot of brilliant minds, by a lot of good business people. Because I've always been told, you know, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. So I'm trying to paint my future today and not worry about it tomorrow. If that makes sense. Not bad, big, not bad. Yeah. Big shout out to the homie Detail, you know, Isaiah, and also my 491 Spindians, all the homies that I got on the roster. You know, uh, I just I just want to uh, touch base on that. I know <clears throat> several of them are finishing up the uh, basketball the whole basketball season that's been pretty crazy i actually miss them times you know around this time of year i actually reminisce about them days when i used to play ball like like the whole high school atmosphere crowd is insane bro that's something that you'll never forget but exactly. yeah word to, every, word to everybody out there participate on that and y'all drive safe wherever you're headed to the playoff games you know y'all take care of one another and look out for one another uh, shout out to Turquoise and Silver for making my merch. You know, that's that's my girlfriend's company. She'd be hustling. She actually got a couple of contracts to uh, for some schools to make some, you know, merchandise for them and their teams. She's been getting orders left and right from uh, everybody around here that's been supporting her through her Facebook. But, yeah, Turquoise and Silver has also been making my merch, and that's been, that's been holding me down. That's going to be a lot of the stuff that you'll see inside of the LOG box. So people, a whole lot more designs to come. A lot of other innovative stuff that Turquoise and Silver will be bringing to you. Does, also, does shout like, out. To, uh, yeah. Does she still have that one that's like cash? Uh, I think it was straight and all that. The the country names on it. Oh yeah, that one's kind of like a popular one. Yeah, I seen I that. I was like, oh, I want that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, let me know and maybe we can hook you up. Cause I know uh, she's been. I've been talking to her about promoting more of the company so she can get some more like orders. Yeah. And uh, she she has a well enough a lot of orders from the area we're in. But I was talking because we have some vlogger fan, vlogger friends from like different areas, and I was thinking about actually sending them some stuff too, so that way they can get on their vlogging channel. They can be like, "Yo, we got this from Turquoise and Silver," you know. I'm actually gonna send them an LG Res care package eventually, so they can be like, "Oh, look at LG Res," you know. And that way everybody can, yeah. Not bad, not bad. But yeah, I really love that. Yeah. I really love that shirt. And also, uh, and also, a uh, big shout out to Beautiful Loser Productions. Oh my bad, I think I did. I say turquoise and silver. I meant turquoise and spurs. Turquoise <laughs> and spurs. I'm sorry. Turquoise and spurs. <laughs> yeah, shout out to turquoise and spurs. Sorry, but, uh, but uh, yeah. Shout out to uh, Beautiful Loser Productions as well. You know, that's my little brother. He's been putting some work on the productions. He's the one that put out that documentary, The Fulcrum. Yeah, that I seen that, yeah. Yeah, so originally that was for um, his film class. So he did that for his film class and they really enjoyed it, surprisingly. And his film instructor was telling him that they highly recommend him that he puts it into the cherry and silver uh, film 
film uh, fest or something like that. Yeah. So I guess UNM has their own little film fest, so he's going to enter that, and um, we're going to work on some other stuff too. But that's kind of like the intro into having a full-fledged documentary eventually. So that's something that we've been really uh, pushing a lot. But that's beautiful loser productions. Shout out to him and working with me. And big shout out to Jumbo Creations, the big homie, Wilfred Jumbo. He's the one that made that vest. He came in clutch, bro, because um, I didn't even know I was going to be in the Mexico Hip Hop Awards, right? And they literally told me that I, or they showed the list of all of the nominees, maybe like three weeks, three weeks right before it was going to happen. And I was like, man, what am I going to wear? So I started applying my outfit. And uh, I, I, went, I, went, I went to school with Wolfrey, right? I went to school back when I, was, when I was at UNM. And that's where we crossed paths. And I knew that he was into making all of the garments, you know, for both Navajo men and Navajo female traditional style. And um, I just happened to think about it. And I hurry up and went to Facebook. And I added him. And I'll try reaching out, try reaching out. And I told him what it was for. And uh, all he said was, um, you know, send me the measurement. He told me what to measure, <laughs> and I gave it to him, and I kept asking him. I said, hey, all right, uh, what's the price? He didn't say anything. He just kept on uh, doing his thing. He'll ask <laughs> me for another measurement. He'll ask me what color that I want it in. And then I'll tell him, and then after that, I'll go, all right, man, so what's the price? And then he wouldn't say anything, bro, and then he'll just, like, he'll ask me what the event was again. <laughs> things like that. We'll catch up. We'll catch up for a moment, you know, and then like, and then we'll kind of like let it go again, and then I'll ask like, "Hey, bro, how much is it?" Nothing again, bro. I swear, <laughs> I asked, I asked, I asked homeboy how much was it, maybe like six or seven times, and uh, even up to the point of me actually setting up the drop off for the vest to like, you know, to my mom's, and then my mom's to me, and things like that. Throughout the whole process, I kept asking how much is it. Homie kept that one hundred. He never told me. And I was just like, man, this is insane. Because I did tell him I was going to use it in a lot of promotions. I was going to use it for the Mexico Hip Hop Awards red carpet. I was going to use it in music videos. I was going to, you know, use it in photos on my social medias and talk about it on YouTube. So yeah. there was that. But wow, man, like it was, it was, it was surreal for me because for me, him, that's like a, that's like a uh, name, name brand designer right there. You know, that's like a Navajo version of Calvin Klein, or that's a Navajo version of Gucci, or, you know, Armani. Yeah, uh, you know, when you actually spend some money or you actually support a designer like that, that's what it feels like. Because something like that costs like, 300 easily. You know, like, like there's prices that I got from other people, and it's just, you know, it's way up there. And Homie was a real one. Off of the relationship that we had from way back in college, you know, that's a lesson to myself. Like, you know, never, ever treat anybody like you're better than them. You know, never, ever put somebody down because, you know, they're a certain way or, you know, never, ever do that because there have been a handful of other times where I could have always been another way to people. And then we doubled back around our life somehow and I could have been looking stupid. But it didn't happen that way because, you know, I treat everybody with respect like everybody else. And uh, we can come back around, and then they remember me, and something good comes out of that, that relationship. That's the way I try to approach business as well. But yeah, so that's that's uh, that's the relationships I try to have with all of you. So businesses that I continue to have business with, kind of like the way I try to have maintain my relationship with the Uzumaki podcast. Y'all be holding it down. Y'all underrated. People need to talk about you a little more. 
you know, back in the nineties, they had these college radio stations that were doing big things for hip hop that people would, you know, say like, "Oh, they don't even matter. What are they doing over there? They're like doing this for free." And now, fast forward to what now? It's like twenty twenty, yeah, twenty twenty three. I think in twenty twenty two they released like a Netflix movie or something somewhere. It was talking about the Eric B show. I don't know if you know about that. The Eric what? You know Eric B. Yeah, yeah. There was a movie like a New York. Yeah, the, yeah. So the, the I don't know if you heard the story of how to. Yeah. Yeah. You ever heard the story of how they started out? Nah. Like college radio. Nah. Yeah. So they started out. They started out college radio, bro. They were the ones that would actually give time to all the rappers in the hood that were trying to make it. So like they were saying, rap in New York wouldn't even be rap as it is today if it wasn't for those two boys, Eric B and I forget who the other dude was. But they were literally just college students who were who were finding a way to you know like put rappers on the radio waves, and they became they blew up and they became some crazy like cult classic, some crazy icons to the hip hop game, you know, because everybody was like, man, those guys represent a whole lot more than all of this stuff, and they ain't never even rapped a bar, you know, they just basically put everybody out. So I imagine it was Marky podcast. One of these days, you guys are bound to get big. Especially as this genre starts growing. Exactly, exactly. We're all bound to take each other along for the ride. So that's the reason why we gotta we gotta help each other out, you know, again, you know? Yeah. Well it seems like we we came to the end. Uh you basically answered all my stuff again, which was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, you know, I ain't gonna lie, I actually have some notes in front of me. I didn't <laughs> wanna dibble and dabble in a whole lot of other stuff, you know. <laughs> no probs, no probs. Don't want to be like the first, very yeah, first time. <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt the first time was. That's why this time I was like, maybe I should ask another friend of me. I felt like the first time around, my thoughts kept getting away from me. <laughs> no probs, no probs. But other than that, um, any new things to look forward to? Uh, not much. I think I covered everything in the interview. Like I said, you know, this coming summer, we got the Res Ball tournament. We got a whole lot of everything coming open. Keep checking out my blogging channel. I got some, uh, oh yeah, I also have my gaming channel that I just started too. I got one video up now, but I'm also going to figure out to put on some more, more quality. No, no, but, no, uh, no. yeah, my gaming channel is going to be at 491 ENT Gaming, and my Xbox gamer tag is Dog 4354 Check me out. Oh, ho, oh, ho. When are you going to get a PC so we can play with you? <laughs> oh, bro. I've been wanting that because, I don't know, I still get a PC with solve all my problems. Probably be able to make some beats on it, be able to vlog on it and everything. <laughs> no problems, no problems. Any uh, music videos? Right. What's up? Any music videos? Oh, music videos. Yeah, music videos. We got a whole lot in the mix, like I was saying. I actually have a few of my brothers that are in the filming industry, you know. Obviously not professional, but, uh, you know, it's just kind of like uh, they went to school for it, right? So yeah. now LG Res is trying to incorporate their education into making something out of this too. So that way, you know, I mean, a lot of people just, they always jock on everybody that, you know, goes to film school and they're like, we you before you want to do anything besides go to Hollywood. But guess what? Hollywood is coming to us. It's 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Mexico just opened up like 17 studios. There's more opportunity in this stuff than ever. So it's time for me and my dogs to capitalize on this stuff. So I'm going to start using them to make my music videos to showcase their talents. Because who knows who will be watching all this stuff. Exactly. Yeah. 
about but you? But yeah, they'll be, be actually coming uh, real soon. I don't want to give a precise time frame yet because that's just going to make pressure. And I haven't really switched my shift yet. I'm still working weekends now. So I'm hoping within the next few months I have like, my first project out, my first new video. No problems, no problems. Um, any new merch? As far as new merch, yeah, I have some stuff that I was experimenting with. I actually have a new t-shirt design. So I've been updating my inventory right now. So now I have the hat design, the LOG hat design. I have the uh, the t-shirt. Basically, have some tumblers. Uh, basically, the koozies, which is the kind of the coolers. And uh, yeah, I just have a little bit of everything still. I'm trying to, like I say, give all the fans the fan experience. So even maybe even finding out how to make keychains. Just things like that. All of the little things all build up eventually. We'll still get paid from it. Not bad, not bad. Well, other than that, it was pretty good catching up with you. Yeah, well, it's, been... it's always a good time to be on the Ujimaki podcast. No, ho, ho. What, what has it, how long has it been? Wait, wait. Man, I don't know. I should, I, I better write this. One, I better two, write this three, interview four, on a date or sometime so that five, way we can do it again in another year. Six months. Six months, half a year. Oh, six months. No, well, I guess in those six months only means fair. Yeah. You you grew um, in those six months. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna lie, man. I'd be surprised about the stuff that we'd be doing because I ain't never, I ain't never done none of this stuff before. I'm just literally learning as I go. Like I'm doing it, or like I don't even know, bro. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I'm just learning as I go along. I'm just literally throwing myself in the mix. I'm just quarterbacking this crazy game and I'm just bringing the homies along with it I just keep on motivating each other we keep feeding off the inspiration from each other and it's so crazy because this is something that it doesn't happen overnight literally you know like the, the projects that we put out already the projects that we're doing now it's like within a span of weeks almost like maybe like months and you don't even see the progress until it's done exactly yeah, so it's just kind of like, it's, it's just, you know, it's like a milestone for it was obviously going to the next hip-hop award because you don't feel like you're doing anything, right? And then all of a sudden, you get an opportunity to get recognized and you're like, oh, shit, what am, why am I getting recognized? But then you find, take a look back, all the stuff you created. That's something that's special in itself. Exactly. I mean, like, as, as an artist, that's the, that's the biggest thing that you can ever give to the world, you know, it's, something that you created a piece of art you created because now it's out there and it's never nobody can ever suppress it and we can never take that away from me oh oh well yeah other than that oh. it was it was nice to catch up with you um see you in season four in six months I'll go see <laughs> and uh, um, stop that! What are you doing? Pull up your pants. Your your mom's gonna come in. Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> God damn. <laughs>